Good morning. How are you? Awesome. We're going to jump right in. This is video number four, and uh, let's jump into the parenting and mentoring class. I think you're going to enjoy it. Take notes. Remember your questions. We will not have the questions and answers next week because it'll be Christmas and we're not having the class, but the week after that, we will. Amen? So let's get right into it. Let's play that video. That game show feeling again, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, this today we're gonna, what we're going to talk about is making the connection, that heart-to-heart connection. I mean, we 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 have to have a tool that gives us a plan of how we're going to keep the love on. Remember when we 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 hit these obstacles where our, our kids are, you know, they they just pull a stunt and. And we get scared or we get hurt as parents. And so we, we, we react. And in that reaction, if we're not paying attention, what ends up happening is we, is we hit the switch. We, we turn the love off. And, and we're juiced up with anxiety. And we carry this anxiety around. And our face is showing it. And our voice shows it. And our behavior shows it. And, we're, and, we're, and then we, we, we wonder why our kids are all anxious and all nutty. And we got two nutty people dealing with each other because nobody's got any love on. Well, we're the parents. We're the parents. We're the big people. We're the, we're the adults. We're the ones who have to bring the example of how we do this well. We bring that with us. But we have to have a plan. We have to have tools. We have to have you know, an, an awareness of what's happening in the room. So as, as a parent... We need, we need to be self-aware enough to catch this when we do it. When we create the disconnect because we're hurt, because we're upset, because we're scared, because we feel powerless again. So hopefully what we teach you today is to snap the switch off in the on position so that it's always on. That your love stays on no matter what. Your love stays on. So the very best parent that you have shows up at each situation, each drama, each mistake that they make. All right? The first thing that you have to ask yourself and the first thing that you have to dial into and pay attention to is this. What is the goal that I have in my relationship? Now, this, this addresses marriage, this addresses friendships, this, you know, what you're going to notice about all the things that we're covering in, in this whole series is this is not just about parenting. This is about relationships. This is how relationships work. Parenting is filled with relationships, but so is marriage, and so is friendship, and so is your work environment, and so on and so forth. What is your goal? Because if you don't know what your goal is, you won't take responsibility for it. 
And commonly, for whatever reason, what we, what we end up doing when somebody is scary or hurtful is we create the goal of a safe distance. My goal in this relationship with you is to protect myself with a safe distance. Now, sometimes there's this much distance, and sometimes there's this much distance. But my goal is protecting myself with distance. Now, when that is your goal, when you put that inside of the way you perceive this relationship, that person can't do anything to connect with you. You've made it impossible for there to be a connection because your goal is distance. And then we begin to say things like, well, if they change, then I'll change. Well, if they do this, then I'll be kinder and loving. Well, if they make their goal connection, I'll make my goal connection. Like, okay, so what you're saying is that person controls you. Eh, wrong answer. That person doesn't ever control you. You are the only one that can control your goal. You're the only one that sets that goal. So if your goal is, is distance, you have decided to introduce anxiety into the disconnect. You've decided to do that. You'll, you'll watch Heidi Baker make her decision to make connection with every person that she meets. She, she, some, somebody that other people go, whoa, whoa, hey, stay away from those people. She makes the goal connection. And all the fear leaves and love rushes in. But that isn't because that person did something new, because that person's been rejected by a thousand people. It's because she has made the goal connection. I want you to connect with my Father's love. And so I'm going to move towards you. I'm going to chase fear away with this love. That's the power of love. And that's the power of your decision to make connection. Likewise, if you decide to make distance your goal, God can't get close to you. It's not his problem. He didn't make a mistake. It's your goal. Your goal is distance with him. He can't do anything right. Okay? Super powerful step one. You have to pay attention to what your goal is in your relationship with your child when they've made a mistake, when they've disappointed you, when they've scared you or hurt you. Once you make your goal a strong, loving connection, nobody can stop you you immediately begin to reduce the anxiety between you and your child. You are bringing the spirit of power and love and self-control with you to that moment. And it's a very different conversation. It's a very different dynamic. And so we're trying to always preserve this connection. We're strengthening it, but we're always trying to pres preserve it. So when we find ourselves in a disconnect with our, with our child, step one is to get the connect back. 
especially if the child's upset or you're upset. Because when there's a disconnect, fear fills that spot. Anxiety fills that spot. And the worst thing to do right now while anxiety and fear is rushing into your relationship is try to work out a problem. Let's talk about this problem while we're disconnected. This is what married couples do all the time. We're all disconnected. Our amygdala's juiced up. We're protecting each other. Let's talk. Yikes. Yikes. It's just, there's just pools of blood all over our homes from that decision. Let's have a talk while we believe that you don't care about me. No. No, we got to get this back at some level. We got to get we got to get the belief that you love me and I love you. Barney's got to come in your house and sing a song. We got to get some of that love flowing. And then we can have a conversation. And then we can work out a problem. But I I need that amygdala settled down. I need I need the the, the fear cast out. And now we can start working through conversation, communication. All right? <clears throat> over and over and over, Jesus tries to make a point. Tries to, he tries to make a point that this whole thing is about love. This whole thing is about experiencing, mastering love. It's not about... What you, what you can do for me. It's not about your performance and your great behavior. It's not about the rules that you keep. This whole thing is about love. How good you get at managing your love towards other people. Now, certainly, loving our children is going to be right at the top of the list. Why? Well, because they're, they're the people that you're investing the most you've ever invested in. These little tiny people are the people that you are pouring your, your heart and soul into. And so, over and over and over, you will get to demonstrate the greatest love of all. That you are going to lay down your life for the well-being of these children. And it starts from the moment you meet them, right? I mean, immediately they begin to disrupt your sleep. And, 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 and they are the most demanding people you've ever met in your life. Your whole life changes in a moment when you've got one of these little critters in your hand. Like, wow, this thing, all this thing does is eats, poops, keeps me up all night. That's what this thing does. And I love it like crazy. I would give my life for this little thing. It hasn't done anything for me. Nothing. There's nothing coming this way. This thing doesn't even look at me yet. You know, it's, it's just so confusing that there's so much love going to this person. And that's, that's that parental instinct, that, that bond that, that, that I would give my life for you. And one of the ways that we give our life for them is we learn how they feel loved. We learn how they hear, I love you very much. We take the secrecy out of the experience, I love you very much. I mean, I could, I could pull this, or pull this, this room, and I could say, how many of you had a parent that had a hard time showing that they loved you? 
you're like, oh, you know, okay, oh, yeah. I knew that they loved me, though. They were my parents. It was, you know, it was, it was, my, my, it was my dad. I, my dad loved me. I know he loved me. He just had a really hard time showing it. He, he thought loving me was uh, going to work and bringing home money. He thought that was how he showed love, you know, and that's, and I, you know, I never, we never really close and, you know, whatever, but, you know, he did his best. Well, I don't know how many of you, that's your goal. No. No, it's not your goal. That's why you're here. Your goal is for your child to feel that message, I love you very much. For them to experience that this relationship is one of the most important relationships in my life. I want you to know how much I love you. I want you to, to feel that connection. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to master and learn how you hear, I love you very much. I'm going I'm to find out how you hear love. And then, even though it's not the way I hear it, I'm going to serve it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out how to speak the language that you, that you feel loved in. Because it's, 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 it's no fun when somebody gets it wrong. Das hier ist mein Sektor. Das hier ist das wichtigste Gerät des Küstenwächters. Das Gerät und das Gerät. Überlebensradar. Hello? This is the German Coast Guard. We are thinking, we're thinking. What are you thinking about? <laughs> it's just no fun when <clears throat> I think I knew. I, I thought I knew. I thought this was working. I thought you were getting it. I was trying. I was trying. I just, just knew it was going in. It's no fun when it's not going in. How many of you read The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman? All right, good. Um, I think that's one. Uh, that, that, was a, that was a God download that, that, that he got. I got an email one time with those five love languages. And I thought, I've never read the book, but I... I saw that and I thought, oh my gosh, I can see this at work over and over and over in people's breakdown in communication. Like, I do love you. I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. And, and how, is it, how confusing is it when somebody who loves somebody else is, is trying to get this message across, but the, the person, the target of the love is not getting hit. So, understanding the love language that your kid carries is so important, and it is so precious and valuable in restoring this connection and then strengthening this connection. There's, a, there's an open door in somebody's, in somebody's heart, and this love language is an effective way to enter into that, into that person. And, and so if, you, if you'll just take some time and pay attention to what it is that feeds them so deeply, you're, you're going you're gonna to feel like a genius. Let's start with gifts. If you have a gift love language, the gift love language is, 
I feel loved when I know that you know me and I know that you're thinking about me even if I'm not in the room with you. Who loves you, baby, huh? Who knows you? See, the gift love language experiences I love you in this, this, this token called a gift. When I express my understanding of who you are, it, it just nourishes you. The gift love language is just, you know, if, if you have a gift love language and you get them the right flowers, you're like, I know you. I know that you like roses, but you like yellow roses. Everybody wants to get red roses, but you, you like them yellow. Here you go. Oh, yellow roses. Oh, you so know me. Right. Because I've been paying attention. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to boil this down to the, the expression of gift that demonstrates that I know you. The kiss of death to the gift love language is, I forgot. Oh, it's your birthday? Oh, can we do that tomorrow? <laughs> Oh, no, no, not, not with a gift, love language. No, no, no. In their head, for a month, you've been planning this gift. Oops, I forgot. Can we do it tomorrow? Oh, sure, as soon as you take this spear out of my chest. Yeah, yeah. See, the gift, love language people are all about the day, all about the celebration, all about the, uh, the gift. Oh, but uh, I'm a man. I'm terrible at gifts. Uh, no greater love is anyone than this, that you would lay down your lame excuse. <laughs> and learn. And learn. You are, you, are, you are willing to grow and serve and 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 effectively love this person and nourish them with with the strength of your love Brittany's a, a gift love language so i mean, i i'm not a gift love language sherry sherry's not really either Brittany is maybe probably number one is gifts and so when when we have a, a, an opportunity to give gifts it's 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 a big deal uh, uh but it's it's she's the only one of my kids that when I go somewhere, she's, what'd you bring me? And I think, ah, oh, ah. Oh. And so, you know, she's an adult, and I, I, I she, you know, she's got her own family. She's got her own husband. You know, hey, hey. <laughs> and yet, 
I know that when I, when I come back from some, somewhere, I'm going to always bring her something that says, I was thinking about you. I was thinking about you while I was gone. So every time I get back, I, I have a, a refrigerator magnet of the place where I went. And I have all these refrigerator magnets that I've been just giving her. And I don't know what she's doing with them anymore. She may be throwing them in the trash now. But, but, but I'm saying, here you go. I was thinking about you. I was thinking about you. I was thinking about you. And just to protect, you know, just to protect. We have a connection, but I'm just protecting. I'm just saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. But now I'm also thinking, I'm getting your girl's gifts. Because I know that, I don't know if either one of them are gifts yet, but Brittany is. And so watching her daddy love her girls, that fills her tank too. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sending a message to my gift love language by learning a language that isn't mine so that I can, I can strengthen and protect that connection over and over and over. So we got gifts and then we have touch. If you're a touch love language, you totally get this dog. Come on, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, do it one more time. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, if, if you're a touch love language, then you understand that physical contact is how you feel connected. You feel connected through affection. If you have a, a, a physical touch child, then, then they're the one who's like, shoo, on your leg. You're like, oh my gosh. Oh, hey, 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 shoo. Oh. You cannot sit on the couch by yourself. You cannot. There are, you, 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 the, the child is laying on you and scratch my back. Would you scratch my back? Would you please scratch my back? And you're like, okay. Um, okay, scratch your back. Okay. <laughs> Levi. Levi is a touch love language. He's, he's, like, he's, like a, he's like a Labrador. He's like, <laughs> so, you know, you're like, he's constantly scratching his back, you know. I, I cannot pass by Levi and not hug him. You know, he's, he's just, if, I, if I've coming home from work, you know, and he's there, hey, Dad, how you doing? He's the only one. Like, hey, Dad, hi. Like, hi, hi. I, I, now I'm a touch too, so it works. It's like, oh, 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 feel my tank too. This is good. This is good. This is good. I, I see Brittany. Brittany comes up and she kind of leans into me like, I know you need me to touch you, so here you go. So I, so, so I hug her and she's like, hi, daddy. Hi, daddy. You know, are you done? Okay, okay. <laughs> Taylor's more like, huh. Yeah, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but Levi, Levi, Levi's our touch guy. So for years, you know, he's, he's laying across Sherry's lap and Sherry's scratching his back and I'm looking at him going, what the heck? <laughs> You're my spot. <laughs> it fills his tank. It just fills his tank. The kiss of death for the touch love language is don't touch me. Get off me. Stop it. You're going to get me dirty. I'm hot. 
Because when I'm, I'm not intending to send a message of rejection, but that's the experience for the touch love language. Now, of course, you've got to be able to set boundaries, and you've got to be able to say, hey, okay, you know, I love you, okay. You know, but, but, the, but the habit of don't touch me, because I'm, I'm not a touchy person. I've never been a touchy person. Your dad and I fight about this all the time. I'm not a touchy person. Well, you're not trying to send the message of rejection, but that is the experience of the message, don't touch me. So you might want to reconsider, if you got that going on with your touch love language child, to at least acknowledge that they need that connect. They need their anxiety to reduce. They have this little meter in their chest, and it's running like an like electricity meter. And it's counting the seconds since they were touched last. And the, more that, the longer that, that, that period of, of lack of touch goes, the more anxiety fills them. The more they're filled with anxiety, I don't know if we're okay, I don't know if I'm okay with this person, I don't know if I'm okay with this person. And you just give them a little, just run your hand across their back as you're walking by them, and they're like, shoot, oh, I feel better. Oh, I just feel so much better. That's the dynamic with the touch love language. So we have gifts, we have touch, we have acts of service. Acts of service people like to be helped with what they need help with. What are you doing? I thought you'd be happy. I fixed the loose tiles and I resealed the tub. What? It's a shower caddy. Not that you should, but you could. It's waterproof. Polyseam seal. 1,001 uses and counting. Acts of service, love language people need some help, okay? Uh, Sherry is an acts of service love language. She enters a room, and immediately her anxiety level begins to climb because she says, whose backpack is that? Whose jacket is that? Dishes in the sink. The trash, the trash needs to be filled. The empty needs to be emptied. The dog, who is going to help me with any of this? And so immediately, that's my backpack. Okay, I'll get the jacket. Okay, I'll do the dishes. Okay, I'll empty the trash. Okay, I got the dog. Oh, that feels like you love me. When it shows up with your kids, you know, like Taylor. Taylor is an acts of service love language, which, which means that he loves for you to help him. He's got this, all this stuff going on in his life, and he wants some help. He wants some help. So he'll... he'll, he'll ask for help. And I always thought, do it yourself. Quit. You've got to grow up, you know, be responsible. Do it yourself. Except he always says, thank you. He always says, thank you. Thanks for that. Thanks for helping me. Thanks for doing that for me. Thanks for breakfast. Thanks for, thanks for putting money in my account. <laughs> And so you can tell that this is, this is going in. You know, he'll come out, 
he sleeps till 11 o'clock or whatever, and I'm, I'm in the kitchen doing whatever, and he comes out and standing in his underwear. You making breakfast? <laughs> yes. What would you like? Uh, eggs over easy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and here it goes. You know, now I'm making breakfast for my access service love language kid. He'll swing by his sister's house. Are you making dinner? <laughs> you know? And uh, she's I will. Have a seat. <sighs> yeah. It just fills his tank. The, the kiss of death for the acts of service is what's important to you isn't important to me. I'm not going to make it important to me. No, I won't help you. What's important to, to you isn't important to me because you're not important to me. That's the experience of the acts of service love language. If I just understand how they're wired, then help feels like love. Not helping feels like invalidation or rejection. So paying attention to that will help you reduce anxiety, especially when there's a disconnect. When there's a disconnect, I'm looking for what can I do to help Taylor? He's pretty frustrated right now. He's pretty, he's pretty agitated right now. Um, he's, he shuts down. When he gets, you know, when Taylor gets upset, he, he just, when he was little, he'd put his, put his hand, his, I would come in his room and I'd talk to him and he'd be laying there with the pillow or something over his eyes. And I'd say, can I talk to your face? So he would lift the pillow up to, my, to his eyes so I could see his mouth. Can I see your whole face? No. Okay. I know he's shutting down. I know that he, he needs to feel loved. He needs to feel connected. He's also some other love languages, so I can do some other things besides, you know, can I fluff your pillow for you on your face? You know, uh, <laughs> he's, he needs to feel the importance of, of service to him. So we do lots of stuff for him because er, our whole family does lots of stuff for Taylor. He's the little guy, too. He's the, he's the youngest. But we love you. We love you. So we do all these things. And like, well, how come Taylor gets all this stuff done for him? Well, because he asks for it. And he responds so powerfully to it. So it just, it just keeps going. Sherry's the same way. People, all kinds of people are doing stuff for Sherry. Why? She responds to it. It's amazing. So we have gifts, touch, acts of service, Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, people, are, are responding to life and death or in the power of the tongue. Face. 
You've got powerful features, man. Anyone ever tell you that? Um, no. Then listen, you look a little down, and it may seem like sometimes people don't understand you. But someday, man, someday, people are gonna see you for what you really are. You, you really think so? Absolutely. You are great. There you go. <clears throat> if you have a words of affirmation person, an encouraging words person in your life, they are nourished by the idea that you like them, that you like them, that you enjoy them. And so <clears throat> smiling, laughing, enjoying them is just nourishment to their soul. The kiss of death is that you are angry, you are upset. You, your words are like sand in their eyeballs as you are, is that your backpack? Is that your, I told you Your words of affirmation person, the anxiety is climbing in them and they are, they are looking for a way to protect themselves from the sandstorm. They went out of the room. They are shutting down or they are preparing for war because of the spray that is coming out of your mouth. Now, if you don't understand that or you don't accept responsibility for how your behavior is affecting the disconnect, then you think it's their problem that they don't want to take responsibility for their actions when really what's happening is your process and your lack of understanding is juicing up their amygdala. And you have robbed this situation of a safe place, and this person's only thought is protecting themselves from you and your approach. So if you're trying to bring correction or, or adjustment to your words of affirmation, child, you need a, a hero sandwich. A hero sandwich is, I love you. You're amazing. That thing you're doing is not working at all for me. I love you. You're amazing. Here, take a bite of that. Okay, now, I'm loving this bread. Where'd you get the bread? I think the meat is rotten, though. I don't know where you got that. But since there's so much bread on this, I'm going to stick around and hang in on this conversation with you. Because I love you very much means something. It means something to the words of affirmation. When you say, I love you, to an affirmation person, oh, that goes in. You say, I love you, to an acts of service person, they say, pick up your socks. <laughs> When you say, I don't like to say I love you to people, I hardly ever say it. Well, if you have an affirmation love language person in your life, you need to get over yourself. You need to get over that, well, I just don't say I love you very much. Well, then you don't create an experience of love around you very much for your affirmation love language people. Great opportunity to lay your life down again. So we got... Gifts, touch, 
acts of service, affirmation, and quality time. Quality time people want to be interesting. Quality time, people want you to engage with them. They might want to show you this thing that they're doing. They might want you to come and, and, and look at the fort that they built. Or they might want you to, to come and play croquet with them in the backyard. Or they might want you to color with them. Or they might want to tell you about their day or whatever it is. But your quality time, love language child wants to be interesting to you. And so they're going, to, they're going to share their life. They're going to put it on display. And your job is to engage, to, is, to, is, to, is to show your interest, to demonstrate to them that, that, that what they're interested in is interesting to you because they are interesting to you. The kiss of death is, I don't have time. I'm not going to make time. When I am with you, I'm distracted. I'm not paying attention. I have to be in this conversation with you, but really I'm somewhere else. The experience with the quality time love language person is you're not interested in my life or my conversation because you're not interested in me. And so even though I, I am distracted, I do have a busy schedule, I do, I do have lots of really great excuses as to why I'm not engaging with you, I'm sending a message, a painful message to somebody I love. And bam, here comes the disconnect, or we live in a disconnect because I've not created an opportunity to connect. The quality time love language person sees you at the end of their day and they think, oh my gosh, look at all the things that have happened that you don't know about. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, now I feel connected to you. I brought you up to date on me. Brittany is also a quality time love language. So she's gifts and quality time. Sherry's quality time too. So it isn't but, you know, two steps into the room with quality time person before they are like, and you are like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but I know that we're going to have a conversation. And I am, I'm an excellent listener. I love to listen. And, and my wife is, one of her top strengths is communication. So she's, she's going to, but she, she's got it down to, hi, honey, how was your day? Uh, my day, did I have a day? <laughs> I did have one, didn't I? Uh, uh, and she's, you know, she's kind of over the thing that I don't tell me, tell her about my day, because that was like, 
why don't why aren't you in, engaging in, in just dumping your day out? Like, because I kind of like to forget about my days. You know, I I kind of like to I kind of like to live into right now and tomorrow. I th- what happened? Oh, so I had to get my schedule out. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, I met with so and so. Yeah, and I'll do that because especially if she's like, come on, engage. Like, okay, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> I know how important it is to engage with Brittany. I mean, she was married for a couple of years, you know, and she, she makes an appointment with me. I'm like, oh, I'm in so much trouble. I am in so much trouble. My quality time daughter made an appointment with me. Oh, no. And I come in, I sit down, she's, she's looking at me. I'm like, okay, okay. So I, hey, babe, what's wrong? What's going on? You made an appointment. You talk to my, 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 my assistant about getting time with your dad like everybody else on the planet. <laughs> What's wrong? Tears start coming down her face. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> she says, it's just been really a long time since we went on a date together. Like, <laughs> You're married. <laughs> I know, but you're still my dad. I'm adjusting. I'm adjusting right now. Let me put it in my schedule. I'm, I'm putting it in my schedule right now. It's really good information. I kind of just, you know, like, okay, that, okay, okay. I'm laying my life down. I'm on it. I'm on it. I get a text. You got time? Yes. 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 When this works, when you, when, you, when you send the message, I love you very much, and it goes in, and you see it just have that nourishing effect, you feel like this guy here. You're like, come on. That's how it feels. That's how it feels when you get it right. When you love this person so much, and you send that message to them, and it goes in, and you just watch it, and you feel that connect. It feels so good. And then, okay, what do we do when we have a mess? What do we do when we have a disconnect? What do we do? Well, we clean up our mess. We clean up our mess. That's what we do. I clean up my mess. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I understand what you need from me. I'll adjust. Or, I don't understand what you need from me. Can you tell me what you need? Can you, can you help me understand? But you've got to get to this place to where they're receiving the message that you do want that love to come across the relationship. You do want that to unfold and to, and to hit that sweet spot. You do want that. And so, you clean up your mess. You adjust. You check the button to make sure that the, that the love is on. So when there is a, a mistake, a misunderstanding, a disappointment, the first thing you want to do is make sure that, the, it, that your love is on and that your goal is connection and that you are sending the message, I love you very much. 
throughout the process of, of correction, through consequences, whatever it is, your love is on, your goal is connection, and you are sending I love you messages the way they hear them. Because you are keeping at the top as a priority that I love you very much will never be a mystery in our relationship that my connection with you is so powerful that it drives away fear. And I am going to prioritize in the way that I live towards you, the way that I live with you, our connection. As, as important of any of the skills or tools that we're going to be sharing as any of the interactions, this one is right up at the top. That I am committed to protecting my connection with you. Does that make sense? All right. See you next time. That was a good one, wasn't it? That was an awesome one. <clears throat> so I know we're going to go a couple of weeks before we have a, a question and answer period. So here's the challenge, the gauntlet I'll lay down for you guys. Is in your interactions with your kids, take it upon yourself to start paying attention to what fills them up. So there are some ways that you can do that just simply by observing. Try some things out, right? He gave you a whole slew of different things you can consider or think about. Test them out. You will see when you apply one of these love languages with your kids, one or two of them is going to make them go, oh, and you're going to see that connection. Now, what I'll also share with you is Gary Chapman, who wrote The Five Love Languages, he's also written two additional books. One where you can actually do an assessment with your kids and you can see what your child's love language is after that assessment. He also has one for teenagers that's separate. So if you're interested in wanting to get that rigorous with it, I would encourage you to look at those books. Last but not least, I would encourage you as parents, go and take the test yourselves. Go take the evaluation. It's free online if you just look up five love languages online. So as a parent, I think it's important to know what your own love language is right? Because I think sometimes we give love the way we want to receive love, right? But not everyone receives love the way we receive love. So I think Gary's, or um, Danny's made a really good point in here. It's very important to know yourself first before you start working with other people. So take some opportunity over these next two weeks to really get to know what your own love language is, start to observe what your kid's love language is, and then we'll have a really rich conversation in a couple weeks, okay? Thank you all very much. I hope we'll see you back for service here in just a few minutes.